Hey, Hoser! Guess who just got paid today? This guy! Wanna pick up a few Sega games at Game Haven? Sounds good to me, let's go! Turtles for the NES? Good game. Got any memories playing this one, Justin? Uh, I got it for Christmas. And this is why you aren't allowed to tell stories on the show. Oh, look what the cat drug in. So Sega guys. Oh man, those guys. I may have to pull up Carl and get out of here. Yeah, I know what you mean. Hey, watch this. <laughs> hey guys, great seeing y'all again. Oh no, it's the two dudes. Yeah, more like two hose heads. Hey, look what I found in this. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I have trouble saying it. The uh, Sega section. Whoa, Splatterhouse 2. I've heard of that game. Yeah, it's only one of the bloodiest, most terrifying games on the Genesis. It's a shame I'm about to buy the last copy. Ah, dang it! Unless... Unless what? Unless you wanted to take part in a little dare. Nah, you probably wouldn't be interested. Spill it, Kelso. Alright, tell you what. This game is yours, and only yours, if you spend the night at East Mansion. East Mansion? The abandoned place where Dr. East conducted all those hideous experiments in the 1920s? No way! Guess the game's mine. I'm not even going to play it, though. Because I sold my Genesis years ago for a Super Nintendo. Wait, we'll... we'll, we'll do it. Alright, I'm a man of my word. Here you go. Enjoy the rest of your evening, pukes. Wow. Tom Arnold will be impressed. Man, what a creepy place. Yeah, no kidding. So, what happened here again? Well... All I know is that this place was once home to the famed parapsychologist, Dr. East, way back in the 1920s. It was even said that it was in this house that he created the most hideous creatures that ever walked the face of the earth. But no one knew for sure. Dr. East has not even been seen or heard from in years. And no one who has ever gone into the mansion has ever lived to tell the tale. Wait, what? Why didn't you tell me this? I don't know. Seemed like you really wanted that game. <laughs> Nick, grab that conveniently placed 2x4! Got it, take this! Dude, nice swing, Chipper Jones! I try, I try. So now what? Play! Play the game! Whoa, what was that? I don't know. Man, it's spooky. I think he said play the Splatterhouse 2 game. Wait a second, how are we gonna do that? Well, there's an old TV over there. But there's no power. Oh! Sorry about that. Alright, how about now? Oh, it, it just came on! Play the game! Well, I guess I've got nothing else better to do tonight. Might as well play some Splatterhouse too. But I'm scared, Nick! Take off. Good evening, and welcome to Genesis Gems episode 17. Ooh, it's spooky in here. Oh yeah, I know, it's like a spooktacular. Ooh. I'm one of the hosts, Nasty Nick Stevens, and with me is repulsive Rob Luther. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Alright, so Genesis Gems, I think we've uh, gone over what a Genesis Gem is, so if you haven't heard uh, what, what we define that as, go back to our old episodes and check it out. This is a game-by-game Sega Genesis podcast, and if you'd like to keep up with us, you can check us out on the very scary Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com slash Genesis Gems podcast. You, the very, you didn't even try for that one, the very scary <laughs> Facebook? The very scary. <laughs> I'm trying to make this Halloween theme. How about the frightening Facebook? Ooh. Ah, a little alliteration there, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could email us at the... Uh, I, I don't have anything else. You can email us at genesisgemspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at gengems. And please go check us out on iTunes and give us a very good review. Yes, yes. And we thank the ones who have given us reviews. We've gotten a couple of new ones uh, in the last few weeks. And uh, uh, we, we really appreciate it. And we thank you all for listening. We've we've even gotten a couple of uh, people right on our our uh, Facebook timeline or whatever, just saying they, they enjoy the show. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, it, it, it's always fun to talk about games, but you know, knowing that people are actually listening and somewhat enjoy our rambling, uh, that's always rewarding too. So thank you for listening. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we really like the suggestions. Keep them coming. I saw oh, someone definitely. say that they wanted us to play Shining Force. Which oh I'm my goodness. That's <laughs> my all-time favorite Sega Genesis game. I'm, a, I'm just going to go and say it. I'm going to spoilers here. Oh, it's wow. a gem. It's a it's a shining gem, right? Oh, very good. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> you see what it did there? Oh yeah, yeah. I think p- people, you know, we've gotten recommendations for Golden Axe and Tokyo yeah. and Earl. So it's 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 just we got the in, the possibilities are endless for this show. So we're just going to keep plugging in and doing That's what right. we can, keeping it consistent. We we hope you enjoyed uh, the Streets of Rage episode we pulled from the Retro Junkies uh, feed. We put that out there. We we really, I'm a huge Streets of Rage fan. I can't wait to cover Streets of Rage two and three. But I thought. Talking about one again maybe a little redundant for you and I. So I figure we just throw that one out there, say it's a gym and some of the old stuff. So definitely, and I and I want to apologize to the listeners. Uh, it, it it wasn't. I'd like to blame Nick, you know. <laughs> and in character, I'll say it's all Nick's fault. But it, this was my fault. I've uh, it's just been a busy couple of weeks. So I apologize for the uh, uh, you know kind of inconsistent uh, schedule at least this month. But uh, I'm gonna get back on track. I promise. If we survive and we get out of this house, uh, and if Nick doesn't kill me, uh, you know, for for being off track, then uh, you know, I I've totally like rambled there. <laughs> How about this? I'll just say uh, I'm gonna stay on track, and if I don't, Nick will kill me, assuming we survive tonight. Yeah, because I may have to put on that terror mask and uh, pick up. Oh man! Before. Watch oh, out! Oh, you better not. Watch Too out. scary. Oh yeah, take off. <laughs> <You'll>, <laughs> no way. You'll be taking off when I chase you with a two by four. <laughs> That's true. Splatter <laughs> me against the wall. That's right. I splatter, I splatter you on a house. Oh, oh, that was bad. All right. Well, hey, hey, Rob. You know what was cool? What's that? You and I got to hang out a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, so Nick and I, we got to got to hang out for the Retro Rumble uh, recently, and that was that was a blast. And uh, <laughs> should we should we tell them uh, what we actually uh, uh, watched that evening? We should. That was great. That was scary stuff. <laughs> we watched the iCarly Halloween special. <laughs> Uh, we couldn't get our Sega Genesis hooked up and everything. We we brought all these games. We had Splatterhouse 2. We had Road Rash. We, I mean, we had so many classic games. We were already fired up to, to play. And we, we were at this uh, hotel. And uh, the, first of all, the hotel was leaning. It was. Um, that was yeah. weird. It, it was kind of weird. Yeah, it's like yeah. as soon as you opened the door, you felt like you were going to fall out off the balcony. But uh, I don't know how many times I said this is how scary movies start. I must have said that three or four <laughs> times, which probably freaked you out because I'm, you know, I'm kind of chaperoning you around. Oh, that's true. You were kind of, you were kind of at my mercy. I could have really uh, messed with you. Messed with. Oh, you, I so. know. I, I was, I was, I was kind of terrified, <laughs> silently terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then we tried to, we tried to hook up the Genesis to the TV, and I don't know what was going on there. We couldn't switch the inputs and everything, and 
uh, I don't know if it was the TV's fault or we needed the remote for the TV. So basically, we just kind of watched TV, and that was it. But uh, it was it was still a good time. I had a blast. Yeah, and the only reason we watched iCarly because it was just kind of stuck on that channel. We were too lazy to get up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh man, we were tired. Yeah, yeah. All, but all those all those wings we ate. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, the Retro Rumble was a blast. Like I I think. I'm going to talk to Landon a little bit more about this. And poor Landon, he couldn't make it. He was uh, very sick, projectile vomiting from what I heard. And, uh, you know, so so he was missed, but we were glad he was, you know, at the house trying to get better and everything. Uh, not spreading his germs everywhere. Good turnout and everything. And uh, everyone seemed to have fun. And I think Nick and I both discussed this. You know, the most the, the, the most rewarding thing was that a lot of kids came out for this. And... Uh, and seeing them win kind of the door prizes and like they're, they're shocked when they look at the ticket and their numbers called uh, and they win say an Atari Classics collection or they win a Game Boy game or something like that and their faces light up that was pretty cool yeah absolutely and I, I even had a winning ticket and I just couldn't I didn't have the heart to uh, claim a prize especially since we were helping out I figured you know a lot of those kids have the prize I got enough games you know right right well I, I won and I took it all yeah he did he's no. amazing <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> I might, you know what? I, I I've resigned myself to the fact that I will never ever win a prize. Uh, as far as like you know, when, when you randomly draw for something, I never win ever. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was definitely a fun time. Um, as far as being up to, you know, one of our new questions on this podcast, you know, been up to anything Sega recently? I haven't had a lot of opportunities here lately to pick up any retro games or, or do much but uh, the reason i'm talking about this now is because I, I i was able to get nhl 94 at oh the, nice yeah at the retro gamer which was the place where we had the retro rumble uh and it was the actual copy that rob and i played and he uh you know sadly beat me well it didn't start off that way well you had a bad controller I, I... <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to sabotage me yeah it was real cool because they had they had a price on it for like you know four or five dollars, and I took it down. And uh, Rob, Rob and Kelly Worth, who owned that store, are just great people. And um, I, I took it down there. And Rob just said I could have it, which I thought was kind of cool. He's like, he's like, I can't give those sports games away. I'm like, well, you just gave this one away, buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So now I, now I have that. It's kind of cool. Nice little uh, treasure. I didn't have the NHL game, and I have the you know a nice memory t- tied to that. The, the one that Rob and I played, and he destroyed me at. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that 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 was fun. I mean, you know, it's just, just starting out with the gameplay. You know, I love the 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 way Landon had set it up, and that was so much fun to see everyone play the uh, kind of with the random chance games where you have you know the the dice kind of determine what kind of game you're going to play, and then just playing NHL '94 and stuff after the tournament was over with, playing that and having people kind of huddle around us and stuff, and just just kind of goof off and you know trash talk each other. That was fun and. And, you know, and, and NHL 94 is my all-time favorite hockey game because it was my first hockey game. So, you know, it's, it's sentimental for, for me too, you know. And, and uh, I, I had a really good time, and I hope, you know, that we can all get the whole band together for Retromania or some other event. As a matter of fact, I hung out with William Culver from uh, ColecoVision's podcast, oh gosh, Channel Channel F Files and Arcade USA. He, he's he's uh, very, very active in the retro community. Uh, I got to hang out with him today. As a matter of fact, he's got a treat for you, man. All right. Is it, is it a, like a? Is he gonna come up here and teach me how to do that NBA Jam dance? That'd be perfect. Like <laughs> we were cl- talking about that. We were oh. thinking about showing that to the public, but. <laughs> oh yeah, it should happen. We should get like a full on like you know have like four or five people behind William just doing it. Oh yeah, the, we could call it the Willie. I mean, it'd all be like your hype, man. You could like do a live rap. You know, you know what I'm saying? That'd be great. You know, that's that's what he said. He said, "Oh man, from Retro Mini, you need to do that, and we can all dance." You know, like I, I do the rap. <laughs> 
if I could find a Derek McKee or Reggie Miller jersey, I'd be, I'd be golden. <laughs> he could race the roof in the background. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he, he was saying, you know, and, and a lot of guys, uh, Josh Witt, he's another one that's saying, oh, man, how cool would it be if we could all get together, or at least the majority of us get together for one major event. Oh, man, it'd be fun. You know, and, and, and then the funny thing is, it wasn't creepy, you know, hanging out with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. After this episode, it may be creepy. Oh, yeah. Oh. Terrifying. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Has That's he got here. the mask on already? It's, it's, it's sitting here. It's tempting me. I don't... <laughs> it's like, Anyways, come on, Nick. I can't do a podcast unless I put that mask on. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I always thought, you know, since I'm, you know, we, we don't have the Google Hangouts or anything, and we don't see, we don't have the cameras, I always had a feeling you were wearing a mask. I, I do. It, you know, it helps me stay confident. It helps me right. uh, <laughs> defeat those podcasting demons. You know? That's right. Yeah. Does your new computer have a webcam there, Rob? I don't think it does, to be honest. No. <laughs> I still don't have one. You're just saying that. You don't want to be on video. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, honestly, I don't I, I don't like being on video. Not but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But uh, I really, I don't think this thing has one. Honestly, it's got a, I got an LCD monitor. Unless there's a camera on the monitor. No. No, nope. I don't see one. Nope. Yeah, that's it. Man. I'll have to get like a cheap USB one for somebody, you know, so somebody can see my ugly mug one day. Yeah, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll donate one to you. The junkies will retro junkies. Oh, th- thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but then I gotta be like, oh man, it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> you would take off. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, uh, other than uh, you know, some of the games we played at the Retro Rumble, have you done anything Sega recently? Other than playing Splatterhouse too? Um, not a whole lot, not a whole lot. I have been playing a little bit of uh, Street Fighter 2. Oh, yeah. uh, for for the next Junkies uh, episode, which, you know, by the way, Nick, thank you for being a huge part of that episode. You're a fine Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> Still got it. <laughs> uh, you know, we're covering Killer Instinct, and I just kind of wanted to uh, play a couple of uh, fighting games for the Sega Genesis and, and Super Nintendo and everything. So I have been playing the uh, uh, Street Fighter II Tournament Edition um, uh, game. Oh, that's a great game. And as a matter of fact, I got a couple of pickups. Hang on one second, buddy. Well, this is, well, this is really cool. Uh, William Culver donated a couple things. Uh, and Nick... We're gonna have to like discuss a giveaway or something we can do. Ooh, um, we you... have a it's the Sega Genesis Ultimate Portable Game Players. Oh, the, yeah, the eighty built-in games in uh, the the portable one kind of looks like a thin version of the Game Gear. Nice. Um, it's got a lot of cool games on here. It looks like I'm looking at the back right now. Uh, Altered Beast is on here. Uh, Alex Kidd, Decap Attack, uh, Golden Axe One Two Three, Streets of Rage One Two and Three, uh, The Ooze, Vector Man, Shinobi Three. Man. Sonic Knuckles. I mean, so many good games on this. So that's um, a give. That's a giveaway for our listeners. Uh, <laughs> unless you nice. want. <laughs> no, no. I'd, I'd love. I'd love for a listener to get their hands on that. That'd oh, absolutely. Me too. Me too. And that'd be great. Yeah. Man, hey, maybe. maybe uh, how about that they write us a review? Write us a review. Yeah, and then Ooh. we we randomly pick. That could work. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like the sound of that. All right. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll discuss further, but yeah, stay tuned for that, guys. Um, and then I got this really obscure game. It's got... Oh, man, you ought to see this. I've never seen a Sega Genesis card look like this. It's kind of... It starts off at the bottom, uh, you know, just like your typical... The shape of it, it's like your typical Sega Genesis card, but it kind of curves to the sides toward the top, almost like a trapezoid, but it's called Cosmic Spacehead. Huh. Um, I've heard of this game. 
I've never seen the cover till today. It looks pretty weird, <laughs> but it looks awesome. Uh, so we're gonna have to cover that soon, man. Who who developed that? Is that like a uh, Codemasters? Oh, okay, yeah. Codemasters. I've, I've not yeah, heard of them. They were kind of infamous, like on the Nintendo days, for making cartridges that weren't licensed. Like they made the Micro Machine games on the Nintendo. Oh, nice. And there was like this little device inside their cart that, like, uh, I think it like shocked part of the Nintendo, like. Uh, uh, whatever you call that, the thing that wouldn't let pirated games play, and it like would bypass that system. And oh play. yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of cheap, but yeah, yeah trouble. Yeah, they they make good games. Nice, nice. Well, um, I also got Super Hang On today at McKay's Bookstore here in Knoxville uh, nice. for a dollar ninety five. Willie said it was a pretty decent uh, racer, so I I wanted to get it. And I got a couple of Atari games, but hey, this is a Sega podcast, so you know how it is. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and he also gave me a Sega Genesis mouse that came with, um, hang on, where is it? Came with a game called Sega Club Wacky Worlds Creativity Studio. Nice. Is it like yeah. Mar- Mario Paint for Sega? Yeah, that, essentially, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much Sega's answer to Mario Paint, and it came with the mouse and everything. So, uh, so I've got that. Pretty sweet, eh? I like it. Yeah, so not played those yet, uh, but, you know. I'll have uh, a few days off soon, so uh, it might be a Sega holiday. Sega day, I like it. Sega day, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, wh- so what about you, Jose? Uh, not, not much. Just that NHL game. Uh, we're, uh, I, I just bought a new car, and we're uh, saving up some money to help out with the uh, redecorating our house and junk. So, haven't had a whole lot of money to spend. So, I'm trying to just enjoy what I got. <laughs> oh, man, priorities, man. I got play well, Genesis, you, I, and, I, and I'm sure you're, you're. I'm sure you're like me. I, there's so many games that I probably wouldn't have to buy another game for three years, and I'd still be alright playing new right. games. Right? Oh, I so know. It's just my my library just keeps getting uh, like my backlog of what I want to play, what I want to beat. So, oh but, my uh, goodness! Yeah. But I'm I'm sure once I get a little bit more cash, I'll be uh, going back to the stores and get me some good stuff. <laughs> so, alright. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a guy holding back Splatterhouse three for me, and I never went and picked it up. So. Oh man! See, Splatterhouse Three is a good one. It's very it, good. It, it really is. It's kind of like a Streets of Rage meets horror kind of game. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the the, the time feature where you have to uh, yeah get you know find the certain areas in a certain amount of time. But yeah, mm-hmm. we'll we'll save that for another episode. That'll right, be, right, right. Be Maybe next Halloween. Ooh. Oh, spooky, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> if if we make it through this one. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I might have, might have to get another terror mask to play that one. I don't know. Right. 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 You're gonna need yeah. it. That's why I didn't beat you in NHL. I didn't have a terror mask on. That's true. You weren't wearing a mask, so yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There it is. That, that's the reason. <laughs> Sweet. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, you want to dig into the game? Hey, let's do it. All right, game on, Rob. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. Yeah. So, Splatterhouse Two. This game was developed by a company called Now Production, and it was published by Namco. Uh, Namco now is also partnered in with Bandai. I don't know if you guys have played many Namco games recently, but it's like Namco Bandai. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I think Bandai was the company that owned Power Rangers and stuff like that. But, uh, the, like, like the and game. And the next mutation. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're fine. But, like, I, I play, I'm, I'm a huge Tekken fan, so, like, Tekken Tag Tournament was made by Namco Bandai. But anyways, this game was uh, a follow-up to the Splatterhouse 1 game that was an arcade game, and then it was also ported to TurboGrafx-16. Um, Splatterhouse 2 was actually released on, I think it was only released on the Sega Genesis at the time. Um, it was released on mm-hmm. August 3rd, 1992, and it was composed by, <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to slaughter this name. It's kind of like Justin on uh, Two Dudes. I'm, <laughs> but I gotta go for it. I gotta go for it, right? It was composed by Iko Kaneko. <laughs> 
Oh, see, okay, I, I got that wrong because I, I found, uh, was it Milky Eco? Oh, maybe I just slaughtered the spelling too. <laughs> no, 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 well, no, 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 no. Well, I, I mean, I, I saw it at the end, like the end credits, mm-hmm. but then I Googled the name and I only found that she had, it was a female composer, uh, and she had only done Splatterhouse 2 and 3, but maybe there were two composers? Well, maybe I'm wrong because I did get that. I, I got that from Wikipedia. <laughs> so, well, I so, could be wrong. Uh, so, I don't know. We we, we okay. all we all know how reliable Wikipedia can be sometimes. Hey, hey, everyone can add to it, so it has to be reliable. That's right. It's the internet. Believe everything you hear <laughs> and see. That's right. <laughs> and uh, according to the uh, Genesis Mega Drive collector's app on my iPhone, this is actually a more expensive game to get now. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was able to get it for a pretty decent price. I, I took a gamble. And I bought it off Amazon. Um, I didn't actually own this game till now. I played it many, many years ago. Um, really? Yeah, I played it. I played it a long time ago on on emulation. I will admit that. And uh, <gasps> yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, the reason I usually don't buy off Amazon because you can't see the pictures. You don't really know what the condition is. But I had a uh, uh, like a thirty dollar gift card to Amazon. So I bought this game. It was the cartridge and the case only. No instruction manual, and I think I ended up getting it for like forty-five dollars. So I ended up only paying like nice. fifteen, fifteen dollars on my pocket. But uh, the uh, Genesis Mega Drive collector's app uh, has an average price of this for the cartridge only is forty dollars. The cartridge and manual is fifty-four dollars, and <laughs> this is crazy. Complete in box, this game would run you about one hundred and nine dollars. Uh, wow! Yeah, that, that's an average. You can usually find it cheaper. I think I, mm-hmm. uh, a few listings on eBay actually saw it for about seventy dollars. Complete in box. Uh, that, mm. that, that'd be a really cool one to have. I, I, I don't mind spending money for games I'm actually gonna play. Like I won't right. go out there and just collect a game that's rare and never play it. I'm not that kind of guy. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, those are the prices again. The Spirehouse two and three actually have higher prices and higher demand uh, I don't know if it was because they were more rare or mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know sometimes good games just go for better prices so but um, I don't I'll know tell how- you what they they are kind of hard to find like you very very rarely see them in game stores you know like a like a CM games here in Knoxville or something like that that sells you know new and old games you never ever see Splatterhouse 2 in, in those stores uh, or or three for that matter um, and and three was kind of a later Genesis release so I, I think that's even more rare than two is but um, I, I, that surprises me that it, it, two is that expensive. Uh, uh, one of our old listeners, one of our original listeners from, from the Retro Junkies, we call him Bayou Bill. He gave me a great deal. He sold me two and three for I think forty bucks, something like wow, that. Wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And and uh, it, it's cool because you know it's I, I was in a similar situation as you. I'd never played these as a kid. I, I assume you didn't, right? I was a t- like an early teenager, 13, 14 years old. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of, I, I did e- uh, emulate them. I, uh, I actually watched Landon play it first. And I was like, "What is this game? Is this real?" I, I thought it was a <laughs> hack or something. And I was like, "Wow, this is pretty creepy looking." I was probably a teenager at the time. If I had seen this game as a kid, oh my goodness, I would have peed my pants. Yeah, no kidding. Oh yeah, because the scariest game I had played when I was when I was young was uh, Castlevania Three. You know, that was like the first game that scared me. Uh, you know, I remember seeing the the uh, dragon guy. Uh, I remember him catching on fire at the very end of the first level or something, and and you know, just this this kind of blood curling wail that he made. And I was like, oh, it's scary. <laughs> and that's nothing compared to this game. I mean, this game. I, if I'd have seen this when I was five years old, oh man, who knows what I would have done. But uh, but yeah, um, I actually didn't buy this game from Bill till about a year ago. So. Uh, it's it's nice to have it, uh, and you know, 
I think I paid 40 and now, you know, just Splatterhouse 2 alone is about 40 to 50 bucks. So I got a pretty good deal on that, eh? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, like, if, if I need to contact that guy, uh, they run a couple retro stores out of uh, some weekend flea markets, and a guy was holding Splatterhouse 3 back for me, card only, for uh, 30 bucks, which is pretty good price. So, oh, yeah. And I, I can usually wheel and deal with that guy. He may listen to this. Uh, R- Richard, Richard's his name. So, Richard, if you're listening to this, give me a good deal, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Hook him up. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, but yeah, that, that's cool. I, I like hearing the stories. We're, we're not going to call it like a quest to find the card or anything, you know, because tagline, no, that, tagline's, like, does that. Yeah, tagline's like that are stupid. So, we're just going <laughs> oh. <laughs> to... Just kidding, two dudes. <laughs> yeah, we love you guys, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, as far as this game goes, um, you know, a lot of people classify this as a beat-em-up game. Um, I, I have a very deep appreciation for beat-em-up games. I'm, I'm one of those rare breeds that I can still play those games and, and play them like crazy. Uh, I wouldn't call this the same type of beat-em-up game as you'd play like Street, Streets of Rage or Final Fight, mm-hmm. only because there's no combos and. Uh, to me, a beat-em-up game is when you just start smashing that button and you'll see that your character do string of combos. Kind of like Splatterhouse 3. Um, you'll see Rick yeah. actually do like a couple of different punches and an uppercut. Uh, this game is more like an action game, and it's kind of in the vein of like a Altered Beast or a Last Battle. You pretty much hit the enemy one time and they fly off the screen. Um, but with this one, there's a lot more weapons. Uh, and, but It's funny because I usually don't like those type of games, but Sega did it right. You know, Altered Beast was great. Um, oh, yeah. Altered Beast is so good. And then, of course, this game is, is so good. Uh, not not saying Sega did this game, but on the Genesis anyways, those are mm-hmm. good games. But uh, as far as control controls go, it's, it's pretty simple. You actually have two jump buttons, I believe. Uh, you can jump with A and jump with C. And mm-hmm. then uh, the B buttons, you're, uh, you know, you're punched. You can jump and do like a a jumping kick you can crouch and do a uh, a low kick and then one one kick... yeah what was that one you were you were showing me yeah yeah and i didn't know about this till i started playing it again you can do the sliding kick and it's one of the most awkward things i've ever had to do in my life like you have to jump <laughs> jump up in the air and almost do like a like a hadouken motion with your uh, directional pad i don't know what that's called i call it a hadouken <laughs> motion from street fighter <laughs> that's what it's called yeah and you had to do it at the very right time and then hit the attack button and uh, rick will actually slide across the screen doing like a low kick and it's like one of the most powerful attacks on the game so hmm. it, it comes in handy like if there's a big string of enemies but i, I kept falling in pits when i do it too so, <laughs> so you, gotta, you gotta be careful with that but it was, it was you just slide for a while yeah yeah and i actually figured that out um i downloaded the i downloaded splatterhouse one on the virtual console um mm-hmm. turbo graphics 16 and uh it, it, it's basically the same game in my opinion just mm-hmm. different levels and uh, yeah, a little bit different color palette uh, all right question question for you though uh, have you ever seen the original Splatterhouse cabinet? No, 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 no. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I did a little research on it. It's a pretty rare cabinet. Uh, and, and I'm a little surprised since Namco is such a, a notorious company, such a famous company. Uh, I, I was really surprised about that. But, yeah, I, it's a pretty rare cabinet. I think it ranked, oh, gosh, like they do like a 100 uh, from 0 to 100 scale with uh, you know the lowest number being rare uh, the most rare and the highest number being the most common and it ranked like a 13 so it was very rare um, and uh, as a matter of fact the uh, the original one oh I- i'll wait till you cover the story sorry oh no Never mind. no well and then it's good you brought that up cuz uh, a couple of days ago i was just going out on youtube watching some reviews on on the game getting other people's opinions and stuff and uh uh, one one gentleman in particular talked about the arcade cabinet and how it, it, it 
stirred up so much controversy because of how violent and gruesome it was. And uh, they actually, <laughs> you know, they, they kind of cut back. I think they cut back on the production of the cabinets themselves. One of the reasons oh, why wow. it's so, so rare. And when they ported it to TurboGrafx 16, they actually cut back on the uh, on the gore a little bit. Um, really? I, yeah, I was watching a little side by side. You know, gameplay of the arcade versus TurboGrafx 16. You know, like the arcade, you're like, there's like a butcher's knife you're like carrying around and just slashing guys with. And I think they replaced that with a different weapon. And, you know, the things like that. There's not as much blood. And I think they changed <laughs> some of the blood different colors, you know, instead of red. But uh, I mean, the, the the good thing is you're not killing like humans. You're killing monsters. So right, right. Yeah. I mean, they had a common. Got another thing coming, right? Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll never forget. Um, I was playing. Um, I was playing the original one on emulator, and uh, I remember one one particular boss that was kind of creepy. I don't know why it creeped me out when I was younger. Uh, it was uh, it was the you ever play the stage where the attacking furniture? Yes, yes. Yeah, and then the eyeball that kind of like looks at you as you're trying to slash them, you know the knives away from the ceiling. Oh boy, that's creepy. Yeah, the whole room's like shaking, like everything's like being possessed by. Yeah, you know, that, that, and then the music. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a little. That was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking it's about. It's like Poltergeist. Yeah, and there's a very similar stage um, on Spider House too, with with the, uh, the I think it's a chainsaw and a knife coming at you flying. It, oh it, yeah, it, with those hanging babies. Oh yeah, which we played Ugh. that. We we actually Rob and I got to play that stage <laughs> for a little right. together. I got I got to give Nick major props. He's way better at this game than I am. <laughs> I just I played it a lot. <laughs> so, I played it. I still have not beat it uh, fairly. I've found passwords on the internet and skipped to the last stage and <laughs> beat it that way. <gasps> oh, I know. <laughs> but uh yeah, it, it's a tough game. It's, it's definitely one of those games I'll I'll play for a long long time. I'm so glad so glad I finally got my hands on the cart. But anyways, so yeah, um yeah, as far as control goes, very simple scheme um and it's kind of neat cuz a lot of the virtual console games you'll download from the from the Wii, they require you to use like a uh the GameCube controller or like the uh, classic controller, but you can actually use the Wii Mote because you only have to jump and jump and punch. So <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you could actually use the uh, the actual standard Wii controller. So that was kind of nice. Uh, but I, I did download. I had two on Wii. That's one way I played it a lot. But I, I wanted to get the real cart. There's just something special about that. <laughs> so, oh yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, I mean, did you think the controls were were pretty tight, Rob? I, I thought they were very good. Yeah, very responsive. I'd... Yeah, the the uh, the jump's a little slow. That that's the only the only gripe I have as far as the control goes. You know, his his jump's a little slow. I don't. Maybe that's just me because because Rick the the sprite himself he is huge and 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 when he jumps it just seems like he kind of hovers in the air for a little bit. It kind of reminds me of Castlevania, like the jumps on that. You know, how there's like a little bit of a delay, like the, where they hover in the air for a split second and then they land. That took me a little while to get used to. But yeah, other than that, like I thought the punches were very, very quick, very responsive. The hit detection was good. So yeah, overall pretty tight controls. Do you want to kind of go over the story? Do you, do you know the story well enough? I would to love it? to go over oh, the story. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, it, it, um, it's a scary one. Oh, it's oh, terrifying. Terrifying. I, it actually is a pretty creepy story. Um, yeah. Uh, he, here's what I know from the first game, and uh, I've not beaten the first game. I've only played it a few times, but um, the first game it was based on two parapsychologists. They they were students, uh, Rick and Jennifer, uh, who were big fans of Doctor West's. Um, he was like a famous parapsychologist. They were big fans of his work, and uh, Doctor West, he kind of had his own reputation of. Uh, you know, having these very brilliant theories, but uh, on the flip side of it, conducting these very hideous experiments in his mansion. There was a laboratory in his mansion where he conducted all his works. Um, and then all of a sudden, Dr. West kind of went missing. 
uh, and and for for years and years and years, and uh, he hadn't been seen since. And Rick and Jennifer, they decide, oh well, hey, you know, we're we're big fans of his work. We're gonna do a little uh, experiment or documentary, and we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to his mansion to do it. So they they show up at his mansion, and then um, you know, on the way to the house, this is what it says. Uh, this is like describing the arcade game. Lightning cracked, and Jennifer was gone. Rick was covered in blood and wakes up uh, with uh, the mask on his face. And uh, apparently, uh, from my understanding, Rick died in the first one. But the mask, the terror mask, uh, resurrected him. And now he has to recover Jennifer from the underworld. And apparently, uh, to my understanding, see, I've never seen the end of Splatterhouse, the original. But he must not uh, save Jennifer in the original. Because the second game starts where... It's three months after the fact of the, the events from the first Splatterhouse game, and Rick is still trying to get Jennifer out of the underworld. So, yeah, so the mask is basically beckoning him, you know, telling him, hey, you know, she doesn't have to die, Rick. She doesn't have to stay dead. You, you can save her. And pretty much the mask in the second game entices Rick to go back to that original mansion to get Jennifer back. And, and I, re- I read a little bit of a... Uh controversy between like the North American version and the Japanese version uh, I, I don't know which one so listeners don't get too mad but one of the versions alludes to like the very first part of the game as being the f- mansion from the first stage and it was actually in ruins like that's that's, that's the mansion that was kind of you know destroyed and then the mansion he oh. gets, gets into later on in the game is, is a new mansion uh, and then the other version kind of just makes it the same mansion. So I don't know which is which, but I, I heard some controversy about that. You know, it was kind of a confusing story for one side or the other. So yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah confusing stuff. You know, for me, for me not knowing that, I just assumed it was the you know the first mansion. You know, because yeah. of course I've not played a whole lot of the first one. Um, but yeah, I could see how that could be very confusing, especially like the intro cutscene, which is really good, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you know you, you see. As soon as you cut on the game, oh, excuse me. <laughs> as soon as you cut on the game, uh, besides, you know, the menu screen, uh, sc- uh, screen, oh, scream, haha. <laughs> Get it? Oh. <laughs> ah! That was, oh, man, that, that was an inadvertent uh, Halloween reference there. See what he um, did there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even on purpose. <laughs> I'm that good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you know, with the uh, title screen, you can change your difficulty in the options menu to normal, difficult, and game master, which, yeah, I've never even come close to that. Uh, you can do, like, a sound test, and that's where you can enter in your password. Uh, but the, you know, when you go to finally start the game, you get this, uh, it's a really cool shot. You, you get a side-scrolling kind of screen, and, you know, thunder's rolling, rain's coming down, and you see... Uh, the woods and everything, and then you know, every now and then the lightning will kind of flash, and you'll see all the trees and everything as the camera pans over to the right, and you see all these ropes and these trees and these hanging people. I'm like, first of all, who are those people? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, yeah, me neither. It's probably, the, it's probably the two dudes. <laughs> they, have, they hate Sega games that much. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, and then finally it. it Hands over to, you know, and, and each time or uh, every five seconds or so, you'll see a line that the mask is telling Rick, like, she doesn't have to die, Rick. Or, uh, you know, you, I can give you the power to save her and all this, all this kind of creepy stuff. And then finally it pans on over to the mansion. So, or a mansion. So I assumed that <laughs> it was the, you know, the one from the original game, but maybe it's not. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I was confused about all that after I after I heard that uh little story. I and I can't remember if it was a YouTube video or an article I read, but I was I was trying I was trying this past week. I've been trying to cram as much information about this game as I possibly could. So. Oh yeah, yeah. So. And did you know that this game is actually based on H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's uh, short story? I think it was called Reanimator. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, uh, great, great writer, um, and he he was kind of like one of the grandfathers of horror. Uh, and he wrote a lot of great stories, and the, the uh, Reanimator was one of them. And uh, they actually made a couple of movies based on Reanimator. And Doctor West was actually uh, the main character from that story. So you know, there's kind of a nice homage to him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and these type of horror stories, like I'm, I'm a huge Evil Dead fan. I kind of like. Oh really? I didn't know that. Oh yeah, and I I love the B the B movie type thing, anyways. Which <laughs> I, I can kind of put that in this category. But when the the main character kind of takes on the role of like an antihero in a way, where, I mean, because because you know, Rick's not really a, I mean, he's a good guy, but when he puts on the the mask, it's kind of conflicting. You know, it, it's a yeah, it's a demonic mask, but he's he's trying to save his girlfriend. You know, so that's true. And but he's know, like seriously overpowered. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and so like it it gives it gives you that creepy creepy feeling but you never really feel like you're in danger i mean you feel like you're in danger but it's never like it's not like playing resident evil or something where you, where you yeah where you just kind of tense the whole time you know you, you are very empowered you definitely can take down about anything that comes your Which way do, can i ask you this do you think that's a good thing or not like for for me personally uh maybe that takes a little bit away from the game as far as it being scary because like, oh man, they, these zombies can't, st- you know, they're not going to stand a chance against me. <laughs> because you know, w- one hit with a two before, they, you know, they they break in half and they splatter against the wall and then they slide on down. It's like you you feel so incredibly strong that it's like, it kind of takes a little bit of the uh, fear away, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that, but I I kind of prefer it this way. Um, like I I think back of the very first Evil Dead game that came out for uh, like Sega Dreamcast and PlayStation, and it was it was a Resident Evil clone. And it made me so mad because here I am with like this chainsaw hand, and I can't, <laughs> I can't just like dominate with it. And I, I didn't like that. <laughs> and so like when they later on they they came out with some more Evil Dead games where you actually, uh, it, it played more like Devil May Cry, like, like a game like that where you're oh where, love that game. You're just going crazy with these combos, and you can shoot guys with your boomstick and all this stuff. So <laughs> I mean, it was the, yeah, I, I kind of like the overpower to be honest with you. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't know, like I, I feel like the games that put more fear into you. You take it a little bit more seriously, like Silent Hill or Resident Evil. There, there's definitely yeah. a good place for that, but I kind of like the overpower. I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, well, you know what? You, you kind of hit the nail on the head. I mean, the, this game kind of has a, the, the, the B-movie vibe, and, and that's always kind of cool when, when you have, like, a uh, larger-than-life kind of character that you can play uh, and really kind of whoop up on, you know, zombies and everything, so... Yeah, I get that. And you know, th- this game isn't considered, you know, survival horror. You know, it's pretty much a beat 'em up. So, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny cuz I gosh, you got me talking about Evil Dead. You know, <laughs> the uh, the first Evil Dead movie was kind of supposed scary. To, yeah, it was supposed to be scary. And you know, I, I liked it. it was, I didn't think it was awful, but like Evil Dead 2 to me was the real Evil Dead 1. You know, it's kind of kind of kooky and zany and, and Ash becomes like this, I don't know, he's just I love that character so much. But of course, <laughs> Army of Darkness comes and just completely goes out the B movie window. So, it's, oh yeah. yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I kind of liked how they kind of developed that whole 
goofy, scary genre. I, I, to me, I think that was a huge influence in like Zombieland. You ever, did you ever watch that movie with? Ah, uh, I have not, but I, I hear it's amazing. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's it's real. It's 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 funny. You know, it's it's a end of the world zombie movie, but it's got a lot of humor to it. So. Gosh, well, Bill, I, I hear Bill Murray's uh, in that, and he gets eaten by a zombie. So. <laughs> oh, it's great! It's great. Yeah, you get you gotta watch it. <laughs> but oh gosh, we're talking about scary movies. This would be a good scary movie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I, I I definitely like the lighthearted, overpowered stuff a lot more than I like real scary stuff. Mm. That, that's kind of why like I, I love Nightmare on Elm Street because that that movie is scary, but Freddy just mm. kind of puts a, a goofy spin to it. I don't know. He does, you know. Like for me, I love to be scared. Uh, I always loved horror movies as a kid. I mean, that was my favorite thing. Uh, you know, no wonder I'm so weird. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, at the time when I was a kid, I hated Freddy because he talked. You know, I, I liked villains or uh, you know, I don't know, scary guys that didn't talk, like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. You know, they 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 just didn't talk. They would just kind of silent silently pursue their victims. Uh, you know, but when I got older, I kind of appreciated the campy, kind of cheesy side of horror films and stuff. And would you consider this, like, at the time that this was developed, say, in, in 1992, um, was it August 3rd, 1992? Yeah. Would you say that this was trying to be kind of campy, or was this legitimately trying to be scary? I, th- I think they, they knew what they were doing, honestly, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, with the gore that was in it, and, and oh my gosh, how you cause the gore! I, I think they, yeah. I think they, they meant to do that. I mean, you're picking up these giant bones and just bashing these zombies over the head. I mean, <laughs> and, and and the way the animation in the game when he just cracks those those uh, monsters over the head with a bone, just it's so, it's just so, it's almost like satisfying. It's like, oh man, yes, yeah. crush that thing's skull. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I showed him exactly. So I mean, it's it's. Def- I think it was definitely meant to be that way. Um, Especially, kind of, you know, paying homage to uh, to uh, Friday the Thirteenth with the, the Jason mask looking, but you know, uh, excuse me, that is an Aztec sacrificial mask. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they meant to. In my opinion. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't have mattered either way. Like, do you think you would have been scared of this game as a kid? Because I know I would have. Yeah, because because I was I was a little creeped out by. Uh, Castlevania, like I had Simon's Quest. I played that before I played any of the other Castlevania games, and and just the music and kind of just being out there alone in the woods and you know the night changing that or day changing the night. And, what a horrible night for a curse! Yeah, and he had to wait forever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it definitely would have. I, I was scared to death, and it's funny. One of the old NES podcasts, uh, '90s Entertainment Show podcast, I, I talked about how much Resident Evil scared me when I was like 12, 13 years old when that game came out. Like I was scared to death of that game. It took me almost a year to go back and play it. So I mean, it, it's yeah, it, it would have definitely scared me because I was I was one of those kids who didn't want to watch scary movies when I was a kid because I wouldn't be able to sleep for weeks because it just <laughs> scared me to death. So yeah, it would definitely would have scared me. Oh yeah, definitely. And then the music suits it perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, it, I mean, it, it is whoever composed it. Uh, you know, there's a, <laughs> the controversy right now, but whoever did. Uh, did an amazing job because I mean it suits this game very very well. Uh, I I dare say this is one of the better soundtracks on the Genesis. Yeah, and they definitely made the uh, dying cat sound work for its benefit. <laughs> so it was it was definitely in there at times, but it was kind of like. But was it a dying black cat? Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Breaking mirrors and crawling under uh, ladders, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Spooky. Ooh. <laughs> so. 
yeah, man, we just kind of went off on a big tangent. I like it. Well, we did. I'm sorry. No, I like it. <laughs> I like it better that way. Sometimes when you get too structured on the podcast, it just kind of sounds We're like robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in, in graphics, man, I. Uh, All right. So, uh, you know, before we get into the main gameplay and everything, uh, I just wanted to give a quick perspective on this game back in 1992 and how it was received. Uh, and it's interesting because it wasn't really received that well. Um, Power Play Magazine, back in August 1992, gave it a 38 out of 100. Uh, Player One Magazine gave it a 70 out of 100 in uh, September of 1992. And Joystick Magazine uh, gave it an 80 out of 100. So the highest score was an 80. And the lowest score was a 38. So, um, you know, a lot, lot of uh, critics, I kind of read a little bit further into the reviews, a lot of critics claimed that this game was a little bit too repetitive and, you know, didn't really add an extra kind of element to the gameplay to enhance this sequel from the original but uh but yeah so you know we'll have to stay tuned and see if we think it's a gem yeah and into the you know defense of this game um a lot of people didn't play the first game before they popped this in their genesis yes that's true so i I, I don't yeah i may not agree with that um now i i I read a review i don't know I, i went on moby Maybe ranks or movie games, whatever that's called. And uh, mm. I thought it said GamePro gave it a pretty good score. I, I didn't. Oh, I didn't see that one. Okay. Well, may, maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely saw the, the low reviews too. Kind of took me off guard. I, I think that one in particular uh, you were talking about, I, I remember reading that and it really did take me off guard because I, I feel like as far as these type of games go, this one's definitely stood the test of time. We can get into that more later. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. So sweet. Sorry to interrupt you, Hosehead. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, please don't kill me. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, my. Um, yeah, I was going to jump right into graphics. I don't know if we want to talk more about the gameplay of it. We kind of... Um, well, I guess we could, because I'd like to could talk... We t- you want to talk about the stages? Yeah, because I was going to say, I definitely want to talk about the stages. Um, you know, it's your typical kind of... If you want to say beat em up I guess we can call it a beat em up mm-hmm. uh, where you're, you know, you're advancing through a, a side-scrolling level, countering many different enemies, and you always have an end boss which is uh, which is what I love 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 about these end bosses it's so gruesome uh, the the enemies leading up to the end boss are, are gruesome in their own right like if you pick up the 2x4 and you smack them they'll kind of smack into the wall you know <laughs> kind of gives you like a 3D plane in a way and you know they slide down the wall and you see all the guts and gore but uh, my go- oh, yeah. my goodness these 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 bosses when you when you kill them I mean they explode my, oh man yeah and my favorite is that second boss where like you have to kick you know jump up and kick the eyes and, oh gosh, it, I can't handle that. Part. Oh my gosh, I love it because it's like whenever it's it's done, like the eyes start bulging and just explode. Like oh, oh my, yeah, and not wow. to mention you see the guys like veins in oh. his forehead pumping and everything. It's oh like, my Ugh. goodness, it, it's like the, the attention to detail there was so so strong. But uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I got I got to give them credit with their animations. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, there's the cliche of every beat 'em up game. There's an elevator stage, of course. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't. I can't think of a game that didn't have an elevator stage. You know, <laughs> but, no, I can't. Either, yeah, even this game that kind of shocked me. I, I was, I was, I never really thought about it, but I've, I've been noticing it the past few years when I play uh, beat 'em up games. And when I pop this back in, I'm like, there's really an elevator stage on this game. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I th- yeah, there's, there's one going down. There's the, uh, the last part of the game. There's one going up. Exactly. When you kind of like do the escort mission with uh, Jennifer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> it was just, it's just funny. I always like to point out. I, I've, I've said this for a long time. I've always wanted to either like do or 
a review, a podcast, or, or write, do like a little article write up, like the cliches of beat 'em up games, because there's right. so many of them. But, <laughs> but yeah, anyways. So yeah, was there any stages that uh, kind of stuck out to you, Rob? Something you like? Man, they're all they're all really good. I mean, I like the stage design in this game very much. So, uh, you know, like the first stage, um, I guess it's him walking towards the mansion. Uh, but before we even get like into that. What did you think of like the the voice samples? I thought they were kind of creepy. Yeah, like even when uh, like even when Rick gets hit, like he makes like a yeah, he goes oh yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, can we talk about how buff Rick is? Yeah, I was gonna. Um... All right, for a parapsychology student, that guy is ripped. <laughs> was he a professional wrestler before that? Something like that. And and oh man, you know, props to to Namco and and the Genesis. The the way they make his muscles look like. Like the way they're bulging, like it's so cool. Because if you pause the game and kind of zoom in, um, he's flexing his tricep. Yeah, well, like, the, <laughs> and, and they they use different colors to make the the muscles have more definition, and I I really applaud them for that because there's a lot of detail that went into the dude's bicep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the, Nick Nick was a former uh, bodybuilder, so he really appreciates that. Yeah, I've let myself go a little bit, but um. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, you know, you had to get back in, you know, hardcore into the games. So yeah, so yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, let's take it. <laughs> Yeah, but then also like the uh, the um, what Jennifer says, where she says, "Help me!" Yeah. Oh gosh, like they repeat that all throughout the game, uh, but you you see it at the very beginning, and then the mask laughing. I mean, I was kind of impressed with the voice samples, but yeah, uh, you know, the first stage they're kind of walking toward the mansion, and then the second stage, I guess they're still walking toward the mansion, but it's <laughs> the forest this time, and uh, I love, I love, I love the the uh, lobster zombies. That's what I call them because I don't know what the heck they are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I love how even like the monsters in the game will eat other monsters. Did you notice that? Yeah, or like they'll fall into the, their own pits. And, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll you'll see like a little lobster zombie. You know, they, they're kind of walking real casually and stuff, and then they'll they'll like walk into a pit of like these leeches or whatever they are. And they'll just tear up the guy. Yeah, and it's like oh, then they got green blood that just splatters everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and then stage two, I believe, is the elevator stage, the infamous elevator stage. And this is where I get a little bit annoyed because of those, I call them green demon monkey guys, or monkey bats. That's what they are. Because remember those purple things or the green things that would jump at you and then they go, oh! Yeah, and it looks like their mouth's constantly open. like Always, yeah. And they're like, yeah. like buck tooth, yeah. Yeah, oh gosh. And you see them all throughout the game, just different shades or different colors and stuff. Uh, but yeah, they, every time you hit them, they go, ow! So, you know, kind of sound like Michael Jackson a little bit. Yeah. Maybe a little bit like ow! a little bit like a dying cat. Meow! <laughs> Sorry. That's right. That was a catastrophe. Oh! Ah. oh. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but um, and then in the elevator stage, you get the, uh, the, the, um, the slimes that transform and everything. And then uh, I think stage three is the river stage, I believe. Yeah, and then and stage two before you before you jump up. Um, oh yeah, right right after you get off the elevator. I love the background on um, that next part of the stage when you're kind of walking because it's it's kind of just black and all of a sudden you'll start seeing like these little uh, pale white faces kind of pop up in the background and it really adds to like the the just a, oh, yeah. the creepy tone of the game. I really really like that. They, they, yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah, they do that later on in the game and um, I, I just I, I love that they, they it's like they really put a lot of attention into that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's one of this game's strong suits. They they, they put a lot of attention attention into the, kind of the aesthetic uh, atmosphere of the game because it, nothing looks like Splatterhouse. I mean, on the Genesis, I've not seen anything that looks similar to it. The only thing that kind of vaguely reminds me of it is Castlevania Bloodlines. Yeah, and um, 
I, I kudos to the level design. Uh, I think it's really, really cool. Um, or at least, at least, I don't know if level design is the right word. Um, just, just the backgrounds. I mean, they, they look really good. Um, yeah, and then uh, stage four, you've got the uh, uh, once again, and I think it's the trail to the house. So you've been <laughs> walking a long time outside. I don't know how. What I'm confused about is what elevator they go in. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because they they went in an elevator. Then they're back outside by a river, and then they're at a trail to the house, and then by stage five, they're finally inside the house. So where was that elevator going? I don't know. Now, That's a good question. Like When I first played the game, I was like, okay, I'm in the house now. And then I was back outside. I was like, wait, what? How, how did I get back outside? But, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. But, and, yeah. I, and, like, the little... Uh, I don't want to call them cutscenes, but, like, the uh, images in between the levels telling you what level you're on, like, the... the uh, the the sprite that shows up of Rick there is real detailed. I really I really yeah, like that. Yeah. It looks real sweet. So, and I like I like uh, the random like dialogue in between each stage too. Like uh, stage three, it says the stench of this foul river is overpowering. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like who's saying that? Is that is that the mask? Is that Rick? Or is that just the narrator? I don't know. Yeah yeah. Mm, who knows? <laughs> Somebody doesn't like the stench. <laughs> it smells bad. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course, the bosses the boss designs are awesome. I mean, like you said, the the giant head with the exploding eyeballs. Um, do you want to talk about uh, the uh, the boss of uh, the river stage? You, you kind of already mentioned um, them before. The boss, all oh, the like the uh, hanging babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah. yeah describe that, man, because you, you actually beat it. Yeah, which um, I I again I watched the video, and that was a bit of a, a piece of controversy, and that's actually one of the reasons they made this game MA thirteen. I think it actually because oh. a lot of games at that time didn't have ratings. It wasn't the <laughs> official ESRB like we have today, but um, they actually put that that uh, MA13 on there to, to you know, warn warn parents of that. But uh, yeah, like these these baby corpses come down from the ceiling. Like, yeah. like like the first part of the stage is what we were talking about earlier with the chainsaw and the uh, the knife coming at you, and you gotta kind of defeat those. And then these babies come like it's, it's yeah. like there's no skin. It's like just just muscle yeah it, and they're crying it looks like you oh, see the yeah. faces it looks like they're like in agony yeah it's like, so, so like i don't want to hurt these things and then they try to eat you i'm like well <laughs> if they're, guys. you know if you're going to eat me you know fair game yeah. you know that's right well, here's a chainsaw buddy <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah there's like four of them and you have to and, and the cool thing about I, I, one of the things i love about retro games is that there's always a pattern you, have, you get to learn and, and I'm, i i love watching the first time i usually fight a boss i'll just kind of hang back and i know i'm gonna die Especially if I know I can continue, and I like to watch the pattern. That way, I can con- mm-hmm. kind of learn how I'm going to do it. So, th- this and you know, it's how I beat Mega Man. <laughs> exactly, and I'm, I'm sure you, I, I was telling you as I was doing it, Rob. I always find cheap tricks to, to beat these bosses, and with, with, <laughs> with, with these guys, you can just kind of pick one on the end, and you just start punching the air as fast as you can until they come down. <laughs> you can get them, but yeah, it's 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 very gruesome too because you, you think you're done beating the boss, and they come down again. You know, mm-hmm. there's more babies, and at the end, there's like one in the middle, and it just like explodes, and the whole oh, yeah. the whole room just gets bloody, and it, it was one of the coolest endings because it just the blood starts trickling down the screen and just ends, mm-hmm. ends the stage. Like you, yeah, I, it literally splatters against the screen and just trickles down. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I thought the like the like I lost or something the first time I did that. I'm like, oh, that just that just get beat. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's just oh man, that was gruesome. I don't know what I would love to have been like a fly on the wall when they talked about that part of the game. The developers like, hey, oh got, yeah. 
I got an idea. Let's get a bunch of hanging babies and see what people <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Good grief. Get some magically flying uh, chainsaws yeah. and knives, too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> later on we find out that guy probably like <laughs> like a serial killer or something. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's messed up. But yeah. <laughs> well, even the background was kind of creepy, too, because you, you, if you look in the background, there's like a brick wall. And it looks like there was chains where a guy used to be, but has like been eaten, I guess. And you just see kind of like this trail of blood on the floor. Uh, I just took a note of that. And I was like, ugh, yeah, man, yeah, man, that's Jeez. messed up. Messed but up. once again, you know, attention to detail. I mean, it's a lot of gory detail, but it's still detail. Exactly. Gotta give him props. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then, and then uh, like after that stage, you've got that weird green octopus that uh, you know chases you. And you gotta, uh, it'll spit like these these things at you, and then you have to knock them out of the air and then throw them back at it. And then you got those uh, those blue masks that, uh, uh, oh gosh, I, th- I think they were masks or no, maybe not masks, but like these like blue orbs that uh, you know kind of surround you and possess you. Yeah, you remember yeah. those? Yeah, absolutely. And then and back to the 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 thing chasing you, the octopus chasing you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the best times to use that slide attack if you can master it because um, it's it's a, it's a scrolling level, right? Yeah, and so like you're you're you got to run away from it while you're beating enemies, and uh, um, if you do that slide attack all the way through, you pretty much beat the stage. But um, but it also takes away from the beauty that is knocking those enemies with a stick <laughs> all the way across the level into that lake. That is so sweet. <laughs> I mean, and like the perspective is just it's just perfect. And like right. I mean, you're you're knocking those things. Like, 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 just, it's like a home run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually one of my only. Uh, I don't have very many achievements here, but that, that's that's one of my uh, one of my achievements. You'll 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 get a kick out of it when I get there. So oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I love that. Um, and like you're saying, the, the next the next stage is like the like the poltergeist is what I called them. The the orbs that kind of possess you. And, uh, oh yeah, that that I thought that was kind of a cool touch. You know, having them actually change. Your character, where you lose control of your actual character, and your your character will start punching random things and everything, and it, you know, and he's very vulnerable to attack at that point. Uh, that, that's kind of cool. It kind of takes the control away from you uh, to, to do that to possess you. Um, it, it's annoying, but it's kind of a cool concept. Um, and then finally, by stage five, you're in the house. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you, you, you I, th- I think it's like the library or something like that. You're, you're kind of uh, around all these books and everything, and then finally you get to the laboratory. And <laughs> this is about as far as I made it, uh, but there's a guy at the end of the laboratory, just one little guy. And I always thought, well, is that Dr. West? Uh, there's one <laughs> little guy, uh, you know, kind of at the corner of the uh, back right corner of the library, and he's kind of looking through the books. And then he looks over at you. All you have to do is punch him one time. He flies backward, then his head explodes. You know, I was like, oh, man, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who he was, but you only see him once in the game. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I just kind of wonder, man, is he, like, made of jello or something like that? Because he was so easy to kill. But anyways, um, and then, uh, let's see, stage six. Um, so, oh, yeah, and... and uh, I think stage six is where you kind of start seeing that the 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 mask itself uh, can open up a portal, and the portal is where Jennifer's at, uh, or the Rick can gain access to get Jennifer. Uh, and Jennifer, you know, she she kind of rises up in, in in stage six. I think it's at the end, and she says, "Help me!" And then these these hands, you know, come out from the abyss from uh, from the portal itself. And grab her under, and you've got to fly. Uh, you got to fight these uh, flying hands and everything. 
Um, I did not get to this. I actually had to watch a video. I did not beat this game. This game's pretty tough. But uh, stage seven, Rick goes into the underworld uh, after you beat the hands and everything. Um, and, uh, you know, there's flying hands everywhere. And the boss is trying to get Jennifer out of... Uh... Oh, yeah, oh, the boss fight is basically where you're trying to get Jennifer out of this, like, weird crystal thing. Yeah. Uh, and you're hitting that, and the crystal's firing these these orbs at you and everything. And then stage eight, um, the house is collapsing. Uh, and the elevator takes you back up, and you have to, you know, head head out as, as quick as you can. Yeah, Do you I mean, remember the boss? I, I, like, like, the ending of the game kind of has a few bosses. I, I remember the one where yeah. the, you're on the boat. You know, it looks like you're at, you know, Camp Crystal Lake. But, um, <laughs> uh, and the, the octopus comes out and starts shooting, like, these spike things at you, and you got to, uh, you got to knock him down like a punch and yeah. pick him up and throw him back at him, which that's pretty cool. And then, um, the, because I think that's the last stage, right? Like that, the whole sequence? Or is yeah, it, I think yeah. so. I think yeah. so, yeah. And then at the, and at the end, there's a, uh, I don't know, like, like the, the very end boss was kind of, I, I don't know, it was kind of weird. It was like a big, like, it was like a big ball of yeah, like, like all these flesh. zombies and stuff. Yeah. Flesh, yeah. Yeah, and it didn't, you know, I, I, uh, I was a little disappointed by the last boss. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was gonna say that. I was expecting. I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting something different. Yeah, it'd have been like cool to like where he had to like fight himself or something. Like you know, where he's kind of. Ooh. You know what I mean? <laughs> That'd been kind of. Yeah. Cool. yeah. But okay, okay. Before before we even get into like when you beat the last boss, you know what ticks me off so much? What's that? Did you? Uh, now, of course, like I said, I I I'd not actually gotten here myself, but I watched the video of the last stage, and. uh... Jennifer, you, you actually do save her. And I at, at first I was like, okay, something's wrong with her because she's being way too quiet. But another thing is, every time you get near an, uh, a boss or something, what does she do? She runs away. Yeah, yeah. Like, thanks. You know, it's like, you know, she leaves Rick hanging. <laughs> wow. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she just kind of leaves him hanging. You know, I was like, well, what kind of, what kind of wife are you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> good, good grief, woman. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. She's like, you're on your own, brother. Yeah. <laughs> there was a part of me when, whenever um, you get to the end, I, I thought, oh gosh, she's going to turn into the bad guy, and you get that's you exactly her. what I okay, thought. Okay. Okay. At least I'm not the yep. only one with a twisted mind. But <laughs> no, no. I thought I thought she's going to be the boss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I was hoping for. I was like, oh, you know, Rick went through all this stuff, and you think, oh man, he 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 got her. He finally got her. And then she turns out to be just like a figment of his imagination or something like that. And she's a, de- a demon or something. Yeah, yeah. But turns out she really is Jennifer and she's okay. Yep. And like, and, and the, the sprite that they've designed for her is just kind of, I don't know, like, I'm not saying it didn't fit in the game, but it was, it stood out. I don't, I don't know if you if you noticed anything about that. It was like almost like an aura around her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Almost like she didn't seem real. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she wasn't. <laughs> Oh, oh <laughs> Splatterhouse Three! Yeah. Oh wow. See, but yeah, yeah. I, I think that would. Do you think that would have been a, a better ending if it actually had been her? You know, she's the actual boss. As far as it's not really Jennifer, but like a demon, kind of. I guess pretending to be her. Yeah, yeah, and like, or maybe like she was possessed or something. You had to knock the de- oh, knock the yeah, demon out of her yeah. or something. That'd been kind of cool. <laughs> Slap the demon out of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. I like that. I mean, I, and it's like you. I I know I beat the game, but I didn't beat it fairly. I uh, just got aggravated and skipped to the end. And and, and <laughs> something 
really cool I like about this game and you know some of the uh, purists out there might not like it and kind of reminded me of uh, Ninja Gaiden in this way is that you have unlimited continues and I love that um, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of to me it helps you learn the game better um, this mm-hmm. one did have a password system Ninja Gaiden 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 whatever you want to say didn't um, <laughs> but I, I, to me that that's better I, I don't like getting real far in a game spending hours to run out of continues at the last level and that start over. I'm like, oh. Yeah, the way I look at it is if, hey, if, if, if you want a challenge, you can make your own challenge. You'd be like, okay, I can only use three continues to beat this game. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, but you know, don't limit us, you know, crappy gamers. Yeah, well, and, and, and too, like, your high score resets if you continue. So you can always try to, like, set new high scores. Yeah. Kind of. Because I remember when I was a kid, we used to write high scores down in notebooks and try to, you know, if the oh, game yeah. didn't save the high score, that's how we, that's how we kind of did that, go, go in the honor system. But, uh, Yep. Yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times the manuals would actually have a section yeah. where you write them down. I, I would do that. Yep, yep. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's cool. I, I I did like that about the game. It was kind of refreshing. And um, I you know I, I used passwords up until the house, and like I said, I got so frustrated that I just decided to uh, uh, <laughs> Google uh, Splatterhouse passwords, <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and they were there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You, you can find everything there. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. So hey, what do we do now? I don't. Is it the retro- retrofitted trophies or is it pros and cons? Retrofit, retrofitted achievements, buddy. You got that wrong. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Wrong Jeez. podcast, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> they copyrighted yeah, that. Yeah. The Channel for Stems Retrofitted Achievements. Ours is way different. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and, and I have to admit, this is really sad, Rob. I've I probably played this game more than any other game we've uh, covered so far in Genesis Gems. But I did not take notes like I did the other games. Maybe because I was just enjoying it so much. So I only have one retrofitted achievement. Really, oh, man! Really sad. <laughs> I just came up with it today because I literally forgot about this segment. But I didn't want <laughs> to disappoint completely. I know one's a, is, a, is a disappointment. So uh, Hey, hey, your one might be better than my... Uh, let's see. I got seven. Oh, wow. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. So I'll go ahead and get my uh, w- one one shame out of the way and you'll, you'll appreciate... We can rotate. Oh, wait. <laughs> you're... you're <laughs> I'm sorry. You stink. <laughs> you'll you'll appreciate this being a Ninja Turtles fan, but uh Oh, that's my uh, first achievement is uh is that a Jose Canseco bet? And that's uh <laughs> and you know, since since Rick's so pumped up on steroids, that's uh oh, going yeah. through the first level and getting uh ten hitting ten monsters with, with a with a bat, you know. So Well, t- well tell me. You didn't pay money for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know why. Nice, I, don't, nice. I don't know why I thought of that. I just remember Jose Canseco being juiced up on steroids. It just kind of reminded me of, <laughs> of that part in the movie. That's awesome. and I just watched that movie again for like the millionth time. So, <laughs> oh, I love that one. That one of my all-time favorites. Yep. But uh, yeah, I've got I've got a couple. I've got uh, the Red Lobster Buffet, <laughs> and this is letting the lobster uh, the lobster zombies walk into the uh, the pit of whatever those are, maggot, leeches, whatever those are, <laughs> that eat them. Uh, batter up. This is hitting a home run with uh, the zombies in stage one. Is, it, is that like uh, like on Back to the Future Part 2 when, when Griff is like, batter up! <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry. I just watched that recently, uh, too. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and how's it hanging? This is killing all the hanging zombie babies in stage three. <laughs> all right. And then uh, shot through the heart and you're to blame. This is... Uh, uh, shooting the um, uh, the zombies with a shotgun in stage five. This is, I think, that the shotgun you get that in the library stage. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Or <laughs> and I don't need a hand. This is killing all the flying hands in stage six. Uh, and playing hard to get. This is when Jennifer keeps running away from you every time you kill an enemy. Oh, that woman. 
Oh, I know. Jeez. <laughs> you, you go through all that, all right? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're killing all these demon zombies. You go into the underworld for this woman. Then when the first boss comes, this woman runs away from you. It's like, oh, come on, girl. Uh, what's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up, girl? Uh, and then the last one I have is diamonds aren't forever after all. This is destroying the diamond or crystal uh, that was encasing Jennifer in the underworld. Uh, so, you know, apparently they're not forever, you know, because, you know, she was in a crystal, and he he broke it. Oh, okay. so there conveniently placed gems. Right? Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gosh, man, I apologize, listeners. I I uh, I, sh- I should have had more than one. I I felt real off on this podcast tonight, Rob. I don't know what it is. It's just maybe it's just where it's, no, where, it's, where, it's, where, it's where it's Halloween and uh, something something doesn't feel right. But anyways, well, I'll tell you why. I'll, I'll tell you why it doesn't feel right because we're in this haunted house. Yeah. And I just—that's why it doesn't feel right. And, you know, I start thinking about the game a little bit and try to try to I try know. explain it. I just something something's not right. I don't. I, don't. I know. Anyways, I'm, just, I'm a little spooked. Yeah, but maybe we should just go on to the next section. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Is the Get our minds off the thing? Yeah. I know. Is this is this a gym? Is this game of Genesis gym? Is it good or is it garbage? Anyways, Can we start with our pros and cons. Well. I just wanted to wrap up the critical reception. We did talk about oh. we did talk about um, a little bit of the critical reception. It, it was a little lower than we thought. Um, Moby Games actually does what they call Moby Rank. It takes all the uh, rankings and kind of averages it. And the Moby Rank of this game was seventy five out of one hundred. So it's you know C, C plus, not not too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, it's like two out of three. That's not a C, that ain't bad. That's actually a C minus, isn't it? Because it's a seventy four percent of D. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. wow. That's not good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what that was. And we definitely want to go to our listener feedback before we uh, get into our pros and cons. Oh, we got feedback? We did. We did. And this, like I said, listeners, apologize for the late uh, show on this. This feedback came on October the 1st is when all this feedback happened. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> A whole month. Good job, Rob. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <clears throat> our first uh, comment comes from Michael Kelso. He says, another useless comment from me. Never played it. Thanks, Michael, for wasting our time. <laughs> really appreciate you wasting our time. <laughs> yeah, geez, yeah, because we got all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Since October first, we did have a lot of time. But uh... <laughs> oh, anyways, uh, Blake, Blake, Ro- <clears throat> good grief, sorry, sorry, Blake, <laughs> Blake, Blake, he's drunk. Blake Worrell says, "My gut reaction after several years is that this is just good. It has great atmosphere and its brutal animations are awesome." It certainly isn't anywhere near bad, but I don't know if it means this is a have-to-own threshold you've established. <laughs> I'm sure I can easily come up with 30-plus Genesis games you should own before Splatterhouse 2, Part 3 being included on that list. So I think Blake's saying it's just good. Um, Joe Coppell, I hope I'm saying his name right. He's been an awesome contributor just to uh, our interaction. Really really likes our show, and we appreciate that, Joe. Uh, he says, Great game. Love this series. I felt 1 and 2 were the best, but there is a kitty Japanese one... There's a kitty Japanese Splatterhouse called... Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah, and I, I'm going to slaughter this name. Wanpaku Graffiti. He says he's played it once, which was awesome, but boy, it was creepy. It's a kid running around killing things. Uh, <laughs> then he ends it with, by the way, it is a gym. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, this next name, Wilfredo Lopez, just says gym. Uh, Zach Spears says definitely a gym. Uh, our good friend over at Retro Obscura, Adam Kennelly, says there is no question. It is a gym. Oh, uh, nice. Another good friend, Patrick Fagan over at Sega Collector, says, Most certainly, I believe he means most certainly a gym. Uh, Josh, mm-hmm. Ta- Josh Taylor says, Yes, a gym. Very good game, awesome music, sound, and yes, scary. Been playing this game a long time now. Definitely a must-have for the Genesis. 
And our last comment comes from our good friend Aaron Hickman, also at Retro Eskira. says, a total gem. Detailed graphics, great music, and sound effects, and just a really creepy atmosphere. A really creepy atmosphere. <laughs> I just about cussed there. <laughs> a really creepy atmosphere. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize. Nick is definitely feeling off right now. It's the mask. I really am, man. This is, I haven't had enough coffee tonight or something. But he says, detailed graphics, great music, and sound effects, and just a really creepy atmosphere. It's painfully hard, though, and why can't Rick just put his girlfriend in witness protection? <laughs> good, good point, Aaron. Good point. Never thought of that. That's a good idea. Yeah, so I think overall our listeners believe this is a gem. Um, I think they do, uh, you know, and that's that's nice to know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, pros and cons. Um, I'll go ahead and start, Rob, if you don't care. I'm going to roll here talking, so I might as well get it done while I can since I'm so off tonight. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Um, as far as pros gone, um, it's just an awesome game. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even say much more. Uh, everywhere from the stage design to the enemies, the boss battles, the gore. Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for gore. I, and it, you know, Being such a laid-back <laughs> and nice guy, uh, where does the violent side come out on me? I don't know. Yeah, it's a good point, yeah. <laughs> I've been just like gore, gore, you know. It's like, <laughs> I just want to kill some stuff and watch blood happen, but uh, it's oh, it's, it's, it's so it's so good. I, I love the story, and uh, you know, and, and to go into the story, it, it kind of reminds me of like Lord of the Rings, and, and here's why. You know, you, you're you're tasked with with saving with, with saving a certain aspect of of your life. You know, like like Frodo, he was going to save you know this 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 whole Middle Earth, and but he has to kind of wield an almost evil unnecessary evil to get to that point so that's kind of how I, I thought that was kind of cool how it draws a lot, so many stories draw to, to Lord of the Rings and I, I can mm-hmm. see that similarity there just with a much scarier horror movie type uh, feel but uh, yeah definitely like that um, I can't I, I don't have an, I don't have enough good to say music gameplay boss everything uh, the cons are, are very very small um, I prefer the beat em up combo system in games um, not that, that this was bad but I, 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 I would prefer the uh the fighting uh, engine, like in Spider-House 3. Uh, some of the animations were a little weird. Like, if you do, like, a crouch kick with Rick, it, it's just like <laughs> it's just like one animation, so it's kind of choppy. Um, and it can get a little repetitive. I think the game's fun enough to where it, it isn't affected too much, but it does get a little yeah. bit repetitive. But really, cons are, are very limited for me this time around. How about you, Rob? <sighs> Nick, we really got to start disagreeing, man. <laughs> It's it's got to start soon, I, I you know, know just I just know. for the sake of an interesting show. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's why I love the penguins. Go pins! Oh, get out of here! <laughs> we were having a good. I was having a good time. You, you you thought you were a little off and everything, but I thought it was a good show until you brought that up. <laughs> no, no, I, I'll, I'll say this. You know, everything you said. I mean, pretty much, I feel the same exact way. I th- I think this game has a very very distinct atmosphere. Like I said earlier in the show, you know, th- th- there's no game that really feels like this game. I mean, it's over-the-top violent, uh, but I like it. It's also well done. I mean, it's not just, you know, a violent game that's, you know, not very well designed. It is well designed. The the uh, platforming is good. Um, the hit detection's good. The level design is amazing. The graphics are good. Uh, the, the voice sampling, the music fits the game perfectly. I mean, I can't think of, you know, besides some nitpicky things like the, uh, the repetitiveness, maybe a couple of m- different types of monsters, uh, but I think the, the boss battles are awesome. Uh, I, I think the end's a little anticlimactic, yeah, a little bit, um, but overall, I mean, for a Sega Genesis game uh, in 1992, this is a good game. 
is 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 it better than three? I I I don't know. Do I put both in my top thirty some games? I don't know. I, it's it's hard to say. So when we decide if it's a gem, it'll be like on the spot. I'll have to make a choice. Yeah, the choice is yours and yours alone. <laughs> but I can say this. I will say this right now with full confidence. I love this game. This is a good game. Um. So so there you have it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'll tell you what. I'll start. Um, is this game a gem? Uh, to me, absolutely. And uh, here's here's why. I, I definitely like number three better, and we'll definitely get into that in a different episode. But um, <laughs> if Splatterhouse 2 were, were like identical to Splatterhouse 3 with the mechanics and everything, I, 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 I would never play Splatterhouse 2. I'd always go directly to 3. But where Splatterhouse 2 is a little different, just with the gameplay, uh, without the combo system, um, it, to me it's a different beast, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, but, I um, did. It's definitely a gem. Like I said, I, I like Splatterhouse 3 better, but... I was willing to go out and spend kind of big bucks on this game, and I don't regret that at all. Um, yeah, definitely a gem for me. Definitely. Oh, man. Um, I think for that very same reason, once again, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have to say, I cannot in good conscience say this isn't a gem. I don't know why. You know, am I going to have both in my top 30? Possibly. Because I love both games, <laughs> you know. Um, I I think this is a good game. I uh, I think three did a couple of things better, but I still think that the atmosphere of this game is is phenomenal. Uh, I think the the voice sampling is phenomenal. I think the graphics are phenomenal. Um, I'm so impressed with this game uh, musically. I just I, I in good conscience I I would pay fifty bucks for this game. Yeah, you know, yep. just the card. Uh, because I love scary games, and I think this this fits perfectly. Um, this is, you know, you, you, you're there aren't a whole lot of terrifying games for you know the Sega Genesis, Bloodlines, uh, you know, uh, maybe Ghostbusters. I mean, uh, Scooby Doo, uh, Poltergeist, yeah, Sco- <laughs> Scooby Doo, yeah. Uh, you know, there, there really aren't that many. And if you're if you're a big fan of ho- the horror genre, I don't see why this can't make the cut. Um, I I say this is a gem. I think this is a good game. Ooh, very good game. Nice call, Rob. Thanks. Nice call. <laughs> you persuaded me. So there you have it. That's our take on Splatterhouse Two for the Sega Genesis. A gem, but it's ridiculously hard. Yeah, you're not kidding. Whoa, it's a Jason mask. Ah, uh, take off! It's an Aztec sacrificial mask. Everyone knows that. Hey, try it on. Sure. Why not? Whoa! Dude, you're built like the Terminator now! Play the game, Nick! Beat it! I'm gonna pulverize this game! Done! What's next? You need more speed! Fast, racy speed! Bounce some road rash! That all you got? We're gonna make you a contender! Kid Chameleon! Next! Now I want you to make Shining Force look like a tomato! Done! Wait, but how'd you beat that so fast? That's an, that's a role-playing game. Oh, Nick, look out! The walls are crumbling. We gotta go. But I must stay. Need to beat more Sega games. No, man. Leave the mask. We gotta go now. But I. Yeah, here. Give me that mask. Yeah. Dude, you are about to play Tendo Cop. As your friend, I can't let you do that. Now, come on. Oh. 
Alright, listeners, so we hope you enjoyed episode 16 of Splatterhouse 2. Ooh, Halloween special. Oh, terrifying. Oh, terrifying. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, what, who was I? I was Nasty Nick and you're Repulsive Rob, is that what I was? That's right. Repulsive. Yeah. It, well, Power Rangers, Rita Repulsive, right? Or Repulsa? What was her name? Repulsa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> That's where I got. That's where I got that from. <laughs> so, if you'd like to stay connected with us, please check us out at Facebook at facebook.com/slash Genesis Gems Podcast. You can email us at Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. And really, if you want to review the game we're playing or just drop us a line, send us an email. Mm-hmm. We'd love to read it. Uh, we're we're uh, I get all the email on my phone. I know Rob's real active on it too. We would be happy to chat with you. It's just absolutely just talk Genesis games. We we love the interaction. One of the whole reasons I got into podcasting is because other podcasts interacted with me and I kind of realized I could probably do that and here I am. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you can check us out on Twitter as well at Gen Gems and uh, please go out to the iTunes, give us a review. We have an awesome giveaway. It's not just a uh, little cart now. It's the Sega Portable system we were talking about, and we're going to announce more about that later once Rob and I get our, get our heads wrapped around it. So Yeah. So, awesome. And um, if you'd like to try to guess the next game we're going to cover and play, uh, here's your chance to do that. Uh, if you just want to guess for fun, you can go on our uh, Facebook page. I know Ito from uh, Sega Collectors always tries to guess our game. We really appreciate that, buddy. Listen to this and try to guess it. Rob, again, thank you for uh, coming on the show and being my wingman and my uh, the, the the jelly to my peanut butter, the y- <laughs> the yin to my yang. You can it's it's a pleasure to be yeah. yin to your yang. Yeah, man. you complete me. Oh, <laughs> well, excuse me. Um, no. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I guess it's time to end this episode. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so again, th- thank you all so much. We really, really do appreciate. It. I'm not just saying that to uh, to butter you all up. We really appreciate all the listens. Um, you know, it, it'd even be fun if we just. You know, we we've got a, quite a bit of downloads, and we really appreciate that. It, it'd even be fun if we just had ten downloads. It's just fun. To, Absolutely, it's fun to have interaction. It makes it more fun for us. Um, like again, we're we're doing this for free. We're actually putting money into this. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are getting this for free, and so we really appreciate all the interaction. It makes it worth it for us. So, it, and it, it really does. And it gives Rob and I a reason to hang out. So that's always nice. That's right. That's <laughs> right. You know, we we have to keep the bromance alive. <laughs> Absolutely, the Genesis Gems bromance. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? And I love I love doing this show. I mean, I I love I just love podcasting in general. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it, it's just it's always fun to do, and it's always the the coolest thing is when we find out that somebody was listening that we had no idea was listening yeah and and that that they enjoy the show so you know if if you have a cool story of just how you found us or you know if if there's a certain episode you like or something you just want to or you just want to say hey guys i i like your show Uh, you know i I found you guys recently just send us an email or or send us a message on facebook or or on our timeline we love hearing that stuff that's always fun and we got a couple the last few weeks uh and we just want to keep them rolling because we, we have no idea who's listening. So so we appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Awesome. Well said, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> enough rambling. Catch you later. Catch you later. <laughs>
you on a side note did you, you hear what a pull on a carl is yeah <laughs> that, was that was amazing <laughs> the abandoned place where dr east conducted all those hideous experiments ah, dang it i screwed that up that's a long line <laughs> that is <laughs> okay <clears throat> there was a research lab somewhere in this house where dr east conducted 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 <laughs> okay oh you want to be the zombie uh yeah Okay. <laughs> don't, don't sound too excited. Oh, uh, yeah. So, good evening. Welcome to Genesis Gems episode. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Already started the bloopers. That's too early. Wow. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Nasty. Remember the Nasty Boys in wrestling? Those guys were cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that thing they would always say? It was it, it's time to get nasty. Something like that. They Something rub, like that. Rub people's faces in their armpits. Oh, gosh. Those guys were uh, gross. But they had sweet mullets. They did have sweet mullets. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, man. It was the lady. She's like, uh, you just go ahead and do your podcast and I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched my stories now I'm going to <laughs> Sega Genesis pickups. Yeah. All right. So, uh, looks like, looks like, hey, were, were you saying something again? <laughs> you'll, you'll hear it. You'll hear it on the outtakes. <laughs> Definitely love the graphics in this game. Oh, hey, hey, sorry, sorry, Ozer. Uh, before before we talk about graphics, can I uh, kind of give a quick re- like reception of what it was like back in 1992? No, you can't. Okay. Don't ever interrupt me again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you ever interrupt me again. <laughs> I was about to go like a... Uh, <laughs> I will cut you. I was going to say, I was going to go slasher movie on you. If number two were... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he, he said two. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take off. It's an Aztec S. Oh, dang it. I was cussed. <laughs> it's an Aztec S. Uh, something. Some kind of mask. All right. I'll take off. It's an Aztec S. I can't say it. <laughs> put, the, put the mask on, Rob. You'll be able to pronounce it better. <laughs> okay. Now I want you. What? Oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> so, I don't even know what I wrote. Dude, you were about to be like Techno Cop. Right, let me start that over. <laughs> dude, you're about to play... God dang it. <laughs> oh, no. It's the two dudes. Yeah, more like two hosts.